return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. The family, hallelujah. (laughs) And a blessing to have you here at South Dakota State University. And uh, from Kumase, uh, is that right, Kumase? Accra. Oh, sorry. All right. Accra. <laughs> so, blessing to have you here. And uh, Isaac, come on. Let's welcome Isaac. Isaac, you can kind of introduce yourself again, too, all right, with your study, your major and stuff. So, Hallelujah. Um, I'm very glad to be here this evening, and I, I give glory to God for such a wonderful opportunity Amen. to be able to fellowship and also share the word of God. Yeah. And God richly bless you. Um, Pastor Dave, Mama Jeannie, Pastor Randin, God richly bless you so much for the opportunity you give to us to also minister what we have within us. Um, My name is Isaac, like he said, and I'm a PhD biochemistry student at SDSU, and I just came to the U.S. last year with my family, so I'm part of you. Yeah. I originally fellowship with the Pentecostal Church, Church of Pentecost in Ghana. And I've been doing my background checks, and I realized that the tenets for Tabernacle is just in line with the tenets I know. Amen. So yeah. I feel really at home. Yeah. Amen. So God richly bless you for also having me. Yeah. Amen. So tonight, I believe that God has blessings for all of us. And tonight, the message is titled, God's Got Your Back. Amen. Hallelujah. Yeah. Turn to the one sitting by you, tell the person, God has got your back. Amen. God's got your back. So we'll be reading from Second Kings chapter 4, verse 38 to 44. So when Elisha returned to Gilgal, and there was famine in the land. Now the sons of the prophets were sitting before him. And he said to his servants, put on the large pot and boil stew for the sons of the prophets. So one went out into the fields to gather herbs and found a wild vine and gathered from it a lap full of wild goats, and came and sliced them in the pot of stew, though they did not know what they were. Then they served it to the men to eat. Now it happened as they were eating the stew, that they cried out and said, Man of God, there is death in the pot, and they could not eat it. So he said, Then bring some flour, and he put it into the pot, and and said, Serve it to the people that they may eat. And there was nothing harmful in the pot. Then a man came from Baal Shalisha and brought the man of God bread of the first fruits, 20 loaves of barley bread and newly ripened grain in his knapsack. And he said, give it to the people that they may eat. But his, but his servant said, what? Shall I set this before 100 men? He said again, give it to the people that they may eat. For thus says the Lord, they shall eat and have some left over. So he said it before them, and they ate and had some left over according to the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I believe that tonight we'll be sharing the word of God from the New Testament, from the Old Testament, but 
It will be filtered through the New Testament. Hallelujah. Now this story tells us about a prophet called Elisha. Preceding these verses we read, it talks about his ministerial escapades. He went around doing miracles by the mighty hand of God. And Bible said that by the time he returned to a place called Gilgal, there was famine. Actually, there was famine in the entire land. And when he got, he got to Gilgal, there was still famine in that land. Tonight, what I just want to point out is that even believers have issues. Hallelujah. You know, Gilgal is very symbolic. When you read the word of God in Joshua chapter 5, verse 8 to 9, you know, Bible talks about the fact that when Joshua brought the people from, you know, the wilderness, Moses died, and then he was able, he took, he took the mantle and he brought them to the promised land. Bible said that those who were circumcised in Egypt died because of their sins in the wilderness. Yeah. So God raised their sons and then their sons were able to make it to the promised land. Yeah. Now when they got to the promised land, God told Joshua to circumcise them because they had not been circumcised. Yeah. And Bible said after circumcision, he waited for them to heal. And then God said that we are going to call this place Gilgal. Because it means I have rolled away their shame, the shame in Egypt, and now they have become my own. Hallelujah. Gilgal is symbolic of the redeemed. Hallelujah. Gilgal is symbolic of believers. Gilgal is symbolic of them that have been translated from darkness into the marvelous light of God. And it is symbolic of we believers. So even though the prophet went around doing good and doing so many things, even his home, Gilgal, which is symbolic of where the prophets are, where the children of God are, where the redeemed are, there was still famine. I want to point to the fact that it doesn't matter what you are going through, it doesn't matter the crisis that is looming in your life, it does not mean God has forgotten you. Hallelujah. I want to tell you that even believers have have issues. Because in Gilgal there was also famine. There is this jurisdiction and other places where anytime a believer goes through crisis, and a believer goes through problem, be it sickness, be it a wayward child, be it depression and anything, people consider that person to have fallen out of love with God and that God's, God's anger is upon the person. But I want you to know that even believers go through issues. Hallelujah. And people have embraced that wrong theology. And because of that, a lot of people have backslidden. A lot of that, some people are so hard upon themselves, they are telling themselves that God doesn't love them anymore. They have fallen out of their faith. But this is inconsistent with the word of God. Because when you read the book of Mark chapter 10 verse 28 to 30, Bible says that when Jesus was with his disciples, Peter asked a very remarkable question. He said, Lord, we have followed you all our lives, and what are we going to get? And there Jesus was telling that, that verily I say unto you, that no one who has left its house, or brothers, or sisters, or fathers, or mothers, or children, or lands for my sake and the sake of the gospel, that person shall receive a hundredfold now with persecutions. Hallelujah. And, and many people don't want to embrace that aspect of what Jesus said. So anytime a believer goes through issues and challenges and problems in life, the person gets pissed off with God and then the person says God has rejected him or her. But tonight I want to tell you that Jesus loves you. Hallelujah. Irrespective of what you are going through, he's got your back. Amen. So... When man lost that dominion mandate, you know, to Satan, he rules the world and he's against the children of God. So always he pestered the children of God with tribulations. He pestered the children of God with problems and all other stuff. But the good thing I want us to understand is that God has got our back. Because in John chapter 16 verse 33, Jesus was living and was telling his disciples that, you know, I have impacted a lot into you. But I want to tell you that these things I'm speaking to you so that you may have peace in me. 
Because in this world you shall face a lot of tribulations. But be rest assured and be of good cheer because I have overcome the world. Hallelujah. Tonight I want to tell you that anything that you are going through, God has got your back. And it doesn't matter how challenging and how difficult it is. It doesn't matter how people have written you off. God has got your back. Because he loves you. Some time ago, I think my, you know, in my church back in Ghana, they were, I was on the hot seat and people were asking me questions, how, how, I, how I became born again and, and all that. And I was telling them that I was actually born as a Christian. But I, I really got to know God very well after tribulations and trials in my family. There was a point in our lives when I was very young, at ten, when I was just 10 years old, my oldest brother died mysteriously and so a year or about some months later, my older sister also got sick mysteriously. And we were all Christians anyway, but our intimacy with God and our closeness with God was very shaky. We took life as it was. But these happenings in our lives actually pushed my parents to seek the face of God. And as children as we are, they were taking us along. And I believe that gradually as they devoted their lives to God and as they were taking us along, God also found us. Hallelujah. And we ended up getting closer to God. So I want to tell you that sometimes you should, you see, Bible says that we should count it joy when we go through trials of all kinds. You know, because the testing of our faith produces patience. And if you allow patience to have its way, we shall be perfect and complete and lack nothing. Hallelujah. So don't worry about what you are going through. God has got your back. And definitely your miracle is on the way. Hallelujah. There is this statement that Christians are like tea bags. You don't know what we are until we are put in hot waters. I believe that somebody's miracle is coming. I believe that in the midst of your difficulty, God has gotten your back. And he'll bring you out. Amen. So, understand that the prophets and his sons were also undergoing a time of famine. Even though unbelievers were, you know, faced with hunger, they also faced that hunger issue. They were not exempted. So, don't cast yourself out and don't be angry with God because he's got your back. Now, what happened was that after... The incident, Bible says that Elisha told one their servants to cook food for them to eat. And one of the servants went to the bush, well, we say the field. He got some vegetables and then cooked. But when he was picking the vegetable, he picked a foreign vegetable, something they were not familiar with. And he picked love full of it, brought it home, and then cooked. And Bible says that as they were eating, one of the prophets said that, Man of God, I see death in the pot. Hallelujah. You know, it was actually poisonous and very toxic. And I, be, I believe that they began to feel the effect and the impact of it. Yeah. But you see, the man of God spoke differently. Instead of he buying into what the servant was saying, he gave a command. Yeah. He said that put the flour or put flour in the pot. And Bible said that when they put flour in the pot, it was no longer poisonous and they were okay. Yeah. It talks about the power of positive confession. Anytime you go through difficulty, anytime you go through challenges, because you know that God has gotten your back, you speak something positive. Hallelujah. You see, if they had embraced the statement that the servants were saying that, I see death in the pot, they would have died anyway. So I want to tell you that anything that you are going through, don't, 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 don't see it to leading you to your death. Hallelujah. Don't think it, it is the end of you. You have to speak positively. There are some commentators who believe that the flower that was put in, you know, flies, actually the major component of bread. And then they believe that Jesus Christ is the bread of life. So what Elisha was actually saying was that he was trying to bring Jesus into the situation. You have to speak the bread of life. Jesus said, I am the bread of life. 
Anybody who eats of me will not die, but shall live. So if you are going through that sickness crisis, tell yourself that I am healed in Jesus' name. If you are going through any challenge, any difficulty in life, financial issues, anything that bothers you, anything that pulls you back, anything that takes your joy away and does not make your joy complete, speak the word of God into it. Hallelujah. Because Jesus Christ is also the word. You know, we've seen instances in scripture where people have spoken negatively and it has had effect on them. When you read the word of God in the book of First Chronicles, the Bible said that Jabez was honorable than his brothers. Yep. That was his destiny. That was what God had intended for him to become. Yep. But the Bible said that because his mother bore him in pain, he said he called the name Jabez, meaning I gave birth to him in sorrow. Right. And if you read scripture, you realize that because of that, pronunci- that pronouncement, because of that statement, because of that negative comment, yep. Bible said that it followed him all his life until he stood at one point in time and tarried before God and asked God to change his destiny. Anytime we go through crisis, understand that God has gotten your back. And because he's gotten your back, speak positively into that situation. Speak Jesus and bring life into that situation. Hallelujah. When you read the word of God in the book of Genesis, Bible says that when Rachel was giving birth to Benjamin, his last born, Bible said that he, it was hard labor. It wasn't easy for her. She was dying. And Bible said that, and when, and, and when she finally gave birth and she was just giving up the ghost, yeah. Bible said that she gave the name Ben-Oni to the son. Yeah. And Bible said that as soon as Jacob came there, I believe that Jacob, Jacob is a patriarch, and, and Jacob knows the things of God. And he knew how powerful comments are. He knew how powerful, you know, the words we speak are. Yeah. He said that no way my son shall not be called Ben-Oni, because Ben-Oni means son of my sorrow. He said that he shall be called Benjamin. Benjamin means that son of my right hand. Hallelujah. And right hand represents a place of power. Right hand represents a place of honor. So he was saying that Ben, who who stands in a place of honor. Hallelujah. Let's speak positive things. Bible said that the power, you see, life and death is in the power of the tongue. You know, and yes, it's in the power of the tongue. Therefore, let us profess positive things. Let us speak life into our situations because God has gotten our back. So Bible said that the prophet Elisha spoke positively. And Bible said that he reverted something that was supposed to be death into life. I pray that in this hour of power, God will translate you from death into life. I pray that any death situation, any challenging situation that you are going through, that have tarried for too long, that have become so difficult, that nobody knows the end from the beginning, I want to tell you that God has gotten your back. And he will redeem you at the point of need. Just know and trust God that he will be able to do that. Hallelujah. So positive confession actually tells us of our hope and our trust in God. And the more we profess positive things, the more God moves in our lives. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. Now, something happened, and that is why I like so much. You know, Bible said that after that incident, there was still famine. But because God knew his people, and he had the back of his people, he actually brought redemption to them. Bible said that, and lo and behold, a man from Baal Shalisha appeared. You know, this, this name Baal Shalisha is just mentioned once in the scriptures. Bible said that this man came from Baal Shalisha and then he was carrying bread of the first fruit, just 20 loaves of bread. And then he also had some, you know, um, some, some things like maize or corn for them to feed on in the time of famine. Yeah. And, and Bible said that the prophet told one servant that cook it and give it to the people, let them eat. 
And then the servant ridiculed him because he said that, how can these 20 loaves of bread feed a hundred people? But Elisha said that, give it to them and let them eat, for that's here the Lord. They are going to eat and they are going to get satisfied and they shall have leftovers. And Bible said that according to the word of God, it was established. You know, there is, there is, there is so many, you know, when you read, when you read scriptures and when you read so many commentaries, people give so many explanations behind the man from Baal Shalisha. Actually, Baal Shalisha means the, 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 the one who presides over three people. Hallelujah. So some commentators believe that it actually stands for the Trinity. So some believe that this man from Baal Shalisha was an angel that was sent from God to have the back of his people. To provide their need, in their, to provide what they needed at their very point of time, they need. They need. Hallelujah. Yeah. He brought food, he brought wine, he brought what they needed, bread. They needed bread to survive. Right. I don't know what you are going through tonight. I don't know what you are facing tonight. But I believe that God has solutions for you. Amen. Hallelujah. Some people also actually believe that that man is actually typological of Melchizedek. When you read the book of Genesis and the book of Hebrews chapter 7, Bible said that there is a man who appeared before Abraham after he had won a battle. And Bible said that he was exhausted and, 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 and he didn't know what to do. There was victory, but he was tired and he was hungry. Bible said that all of a sudden, in the book of Hebrews chapter 7, Bible said that a man came called Melchizedek. Bible calls him the king of Salem. He's also called the king of righteousness. So it is believed that it is actually God. It is also even called that the son of the living God. Yeah. And the Bible said that he brought Abraham wine and bread. Yeah. Hallelujah. I believe that God has your back. Amen. And he has the very solution to your need. Yes. Tonight I just want you to trust the power of God. Yes. I want you to know that God has gotten your back. He has not rejected you. He has not forsaken you. Yeah. It doesn't matter what people are saying. It doesn't matter how people are written you off. Yeah. It doesn't matter... How the world doesn't have any solution to your problem. God has your back. Hallelujah. And he will redeem you at the point of of need. So Bible says that this man brings bread. And Bible said that what he brought was ridiculed. But it was very miraculous. I pray that God's miraculous power will come upon you tonight. And meet you at the very point of need. This is the God who was able to cool the burning furnace for the three Hebrew boys. Bible says that. And because they didn't bow to, 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 to that, that godly image that was made by Nebuchadnezzar, they were cast into the burning furnace. And Bible said that even them that threw the, 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 the three Hebrew boys into the burning furnace died because of the heat. But even these three boys, it was heated seven times. But Bible says that they did not die. They were bound. And when Nebuchadnezzar went back, he said that, well, didn't we cast three people into this fire? But I see four people standing in the fire. It means that the courts that we were bound to were all torn apart. And they got the strength and the ability to stand in the fire. I believe that God has gotten your back. And you can stand in this crisis. Because he will redeem you. He said, I see a fourth person among them. And this fourth person looks like the son of God. Hallelujah. The son of God is Jesus. He's gotten your back. This man who brought bread to the people of God in a time of crisis shall bring a solution to your problem. Amen. Just trust God that he has your back. Hallelujah. Yes. This same God. The Bible said that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The power of Christ on the cross has never ceased to operate even in times like this. Amen. No matter what you are going through, he's got your back. Yes. 
Just trust in the Lord. Hallelujah. It may look complicated. It may look challenging. You may have been written off. But God has gotten your back. When you read Matthew chapter 14 verse 15 to 18. Bible said that Jesus Christ ministered to some people. Bible said that and when he ministered to about 5,000 people. Night was drawing near and they were hungry. And Bible said that the disciples came to Jesus and they told Jesus Christ that let us drive them away and let them go to the city and find something to eat. The issue was hunger. Hallelujah. But men did not have solution. For them, the only solution was to refer the person. Hallelujah. I believe that somebody is sick and the person has been referred from places to places, from one doctor to the other, seeking for solution. But I tell you that there is solution in Jesus Christ. Because he's got your back. When the disciples couldn't help the hunger of the people, Bible said that Jesus said, no, let us not drive them away. Because I am the bread of life. Because I have solutions to all matters. Because I have their back. Hallelujah. He said that, let them wait. He said that we just have five, five, five um, loaves of bread and two fishes. And Jesus said, Jesus said bring, the, bring it to me. And Bible said that he prayed upon it and it multiplied. And he was able to feed 5,000 people and even there was leftovers. Amen. I want to tell you that the power of God cannot be quantified. Amen. The power of God goes beyond human imagination. What the disciples who were human couldn't do. What they had written off and had deferred to the city for people to cater for. Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, got the back of the people. Amen. And Bible said that he provided their needs and he met them at the point of need. Tonight I'm talking about the God of, of Abraham, I'm talking about the God of Isaac, I'm talking about the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers who is still our God today, who has the ability to arrest that issue in your life. He's got your back. All you need to do is to have faith in him. All you need to do is to just look up to him. All you need to do is to cry unto him. And he shall meet you at the point of need. Tonight my mission is very simple. I am here to encourage you. And I want to tell you that God... Is in his miracle working business. And he has solution to your problems. It doesn't matter how long it has tarried. It doesn't matter how long. It doesn't matter how complicated. It doesn't matter. There is nothing bigger than our God. Just trust in him. And I believe that in this atmosphere as we sit in the presence of God. He is doing mighty things. He is just taking things and turning things upside down. He is bringing testimonies all over the place. Just tap into the word of God. So the God who was able to meet the prophet and his sons, the God who operated in positive confessions, Mm -hmm. and the God who was able to provide solutions, and he was able to redeem his people from death, that same God is at work today. Tonight, God has got your back. Hold on to him, trust in him, look up to him, and he shall give you a testimony. Tonight, may the Lord bless us for his word, and may the Lord bring us a testimony. Even in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 God bless you. Shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we give you glory and thank you for tonight. We bless you for a wonderful time in your presence. Bible says that in your presence there is fullness of joy. And at thy right hand there are pleasures evermore. Tonight you made known your word unto us. And you are laying every fear. You are telling us that indeed you have our backs. We thank you for caring for us. We thank you that your power that was at work on the cross is still at work today. Therefore, Lord, we give you glory. We pray in the name of Jesus that let power, let your mighty hand be at work even behind your word. I pray that let your power 
in your name, Jesus, begin to heal sicknesses. Let the power in the name of Jesus begin to take away every burdens. Let the power in the name of Jesus begin to break every chains, every difficulty, every challenge, every turbulence in the life of any individual. We are praying that tonight, even in this hour of power, let testimonies locate us, O God. Let us have a cause to rejoice. Let our faith be rekindled, knowing that tonight you have met us at the point of need. And our lives are not the same again. We give you glory for your miracle. Yes. We give you praise for your work yes. at hand in us. You, we bless your name, O God. Yes. In Jesus' mighty name. Jesus name. Amen. Amen. So if anyone needs prayer. Yes. This is, uh, this is an atmosphere for miracles. And so we want to uh, believe for that. Amen. So anybody that wants prayer, I mean, there might be others that need prayer, so uh, are others that can pray too. But just, I just, let's put on some soft music, Lowell. And uh, uh, for others, Hilda's probably in the nursery, isn't she? I suppose is Hilda in the nursery? Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. And then, uh, are you up here for prayer? <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, but so others, you know, I just feel like tonight. Let's, let's just allow the Holy Spirit to work, amen, and to move. And, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, so for others to come up. Hilda's going to come up and pray as well. Let's have a few more. You know, uh, uh, Melody, why don't you come on up and pray for some people, amen. Elbert, why don't you come on up and pray, pray for some people. And uh, let's, let's just, uh, George, we'll use you tonight too, you know, just, uh, just, just, uh, Let's just allow the Holy Spirit to work. I mean, whatever your need is, as he said, God's got your back. He's bigger than anything that we face. And so tonight, I want to challenge all of you to believe for something. Amen. Come up for prayer. Come up for prayer. Find someone. Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylife at brookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.